You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Welcome back into the show. Happy Monday. Thanks for tuning in this morning. And we've got a lot to get to today. We've got a recap of the NFL week two. One bet I've made so far for week three. Uh, One bet I made early this morning. And then uh, a whole bunch of tennis that we'll get to. All of all over the world, all times of day and night. Uh, but we have probably five tennis plays today, which we'll get to in a moment. So we'll get to all of those. It's fantastic. Uh, SteadyPicks.com. Remember, it's completely free to sign up. So go sign up today. Best bets from myself, Ricky, Sean Brady, Lendale White, Donnie, the whole list. The list goes on and on. There's so many good... Um, resources there and picks that are given out by experts and former athletes and current athletes just absolutely fantastic so go go ahead and over sign up today it's completely free always will be there you go week two in the nfl was a was a tough one right a lot of what we thought would happen again i I think it comes down to if your convictions were there on what was going to happen, I think it worked out okay for you. Just my gut on on how it all went. Um, as we just looked through last week, Jets win outright 31-30 to against the Cleveland Browns as, what, five-and-a-half, six-point dogs. The Buccaneers win 20-10. to I know Ricky and I disagreed on that game. The Buccaneers get it done. Jacksonville Jaguars shut out the Colts 24 to nothing. Donnie was big on the Jacksonville Jaguars this week. I told him he was not full of crap. It was nonsense. 24 nothing. They win the shutout. Miami Dolphins win late in the game 42 to 38 against the Baltimore Ravens. Pittsburgh Steelers hang on 17 14. I'm sorry, the New England Patriots hold on, 17-14. The Lions almost gave up a huge lead. We were on the Lions. We were on the Patriots early, early in the week at, at minus one, closed like minus two and a half. We were on the Lions early in the week, too, on the money line. That moved against us quite a bit, but it held on. Our original handicap held on. The Niners win by 20. They cover 10 points, 10 and a half points, no problem. The Falcons cover the 10.5, no problem as well, although it happened late. 
Dallas Cowboys win outright. Outright against the Bengals. And that was one of the games that we were kind of thinking about playing. Bengals, I just don't think, are very good. That offensive line is horrible. Cardinals and the Raiders might have been the most exciting game of the day. In overtime, Renfro fumbles the ball after a big hit scoop and score for the Cardinals with about four minutes left in overtime. Absolutely electric. They probably had no business being in that game. Uh, The Raiders really let them back in. Denver Broncos win by seven against the Texans in a game. And, you know, we had this for Survivor. This was our big play of the week, too. Uh, Laying the nine and a half, and that did not get home. But grateful that they won. Keep us in Survivor. That'll keep us around. And then last night, of course, the Packers win 27-10 to 10 against the Bears. They cover the 9.5 as well. Um, wow. How about that for a week of football? Denver Broncos were probably the most surprising. I can't believe they didn't blow the Texans, the doors off the Texans at home in Denver, which makes me think maybe this isn't that good of a team. Right, maybe it's time to downgrade the numbers. Russell West uh, Wilson, excuse me. Maybe it's time to take his numbers down a notch. I mean, me, week one wasn't great. Week two is not all the way done yet. Numbers wise, I don't know. Maybe they're not as good as we thought they were going to be, which again happens sometimes when you get these big. These big names come into town and everything that goes with that. Sometimes this happens. Tonight, though, there's two games. Doubleheader. It's not a true doubleheader because they overlap because the NFL can't figure out how to schedule stuff. But a 7-15 Eastern and an 8-30 Eastern. The Eagles are on tonight. They host the Vikings at 8-30. And then the Buffalo Bills are 10-point favorites against the Titans. Um, as far as the picks go that were posted on Steady Picks this week, um, Broncos lose. That was a two-unit play. That's brutally, that's just brutal. Uh, we still have the Vikings money line outstanding. Lions money line wins. Buccaneers minus two and a half gets through and the Patriots minus two get through. So three and one day for about a unit plus a unit, give or take. We'll do the math later uh, because the Broncos were a two unit play. So we are in the green. We will be in the green regardless of what happens tonight. If the Vikings money line can get through or not. It's a really good week overall. Fantastic. Um, Okay. Contest. People were asking about the contest. Let's go ahead and pull that up because I think uh, that's worth talking about for sure. So for those who are knocked out, though, for those who are knocked out, there is a, a second chance survivor pool. That has opened 
for DraftKings. It's a hundred dollars again to join. You can have thirty-two entries if you'd like. That is back open. I'll probably, even though I'm not out of the one I'm in, I will probably join again. So I do. Right now, I have two. I have one with in DraftKings, and I have one with a group of buddies. The group of buddies I played the Packers last night. I played the Broncos, as you all know, in the DraftKings one. So we get through. I will likely join this one as well, just because it's nice to have a backup. And I don't want to jinx anything. So I shouldn't even say this, but I'm I'm going to for the sake of the content. Doesn't this just feel like something special is about to happen? I mean, come on. The Colts tie against the Texans. The Texans almost take us out twice, really. We have the Broncos down six to nine, like late in the third quarter, going into the fourth, down six to nine. Like, doesn't something just feel special about this? They fight back, they a couple big plays, boom, they win the football game. I don't know, man. It feels like something special's brewing. We're gonna look back on those two weeks and be like, wow, I can't believe we got through. And here we are. Anyway, so we get through there. Uh, the Pick'em, um, we are 3-1 and one right now. Patriots, Bucks, Niners, Broncos obviously lose. And then we have the Vikings outstanding today. So we're 3-1 and one so far. Hopefully get to 4-1. and one. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. I read you the wrong. I read you the wrong entry. Excuse me. We... So I believe that's what we talked about on the show. I'll have to listen back. What I ended up, I read you the, um, they do a free one that has like a bajillion people in it. I filled that one out. Just, you know, see if we get lucky. Um, The official one that I had here was the Patriots minus one and a half. That got through. Broncos lose minus nine and a half. I ended up taking the Dallas Cowboys plus seven and a half. They went outright. And then I had the uh, Packers minus nine and a half, and that gets through. So three and one with the Vikings outstanding tonight. Uh, Donnie, whose entry is on my account because we talked about this earlier. People wait until the last minute to do things, and Donnie waited until 12.25 on Sunday. We got to get in, pick them. All right, you're in. He's out of town. Boom, you're in. Okay. Luckily, we did, though, because he went 4-1 and one yesterday. Uh, Broncos was his only loss. He had Steelers. He had the Jaguars, and this is where I was giving him a hard time. I was like, really? The Jaguars? 24 nothing. Broncos, a loser. He talked me into the Cowboys a little bit as I was kind of on the fence with some of the other picks, and then uh, he had the Packers as well. He kind of talked me into the Cowboys. I'm trying to think who I was on before that. That uh, might have swayed away from. See if it would have won or lost. I know I was on the Bucks, pretty pretty heavy. Um, do to do. I did toss around the Niners for a while. We'll have to go back and listen. But in general, I was kind of, I really liked the three big favorites this week. Packers, Broncos, 
Niners. I thought the Seahawks hype was way too real. Uh, and it turned out to be. At least for now, anyway. Um, so, great week. Good things um, for for Pickham is, you know, Browns minus five and a half was one of the most popular picks of the week. Um, Patriots were the mo- one of the most popular picks. Panthers were at 29% of entries had the Panthers plus two and a half. They don't cover. Um, so 29. Jacksonville was actually the most, I believe, at 31%. 32%, excuse me. I don't know where this love came for Jacksonville. Maybe it's just the the down, the outlook on the Colts was horrible. But that game was one of the ones that just completely escaped me. Um, Broncos minus nine and a half, 18%. That was pretty popular. Bengals minus seven and a half, 21%. That goes down. And then Packers, 23%. That was a popular one last night. That gets home. So Panthers... Patriots, Bucks, Packers were kind of your favorite four picks. And the Jaguars, of course. Yeah, so it's uh, it's interesting. I like to just look back on it um, and see what's interesting. Um, the Survivor is very interesting, though. One of the more popular picks, Cleveland Browns, 10% of entries, gone. Gone. 10 more. 10% more. Out. Um, The Rams, 26% were on the Rams. That made you sweat a little bit down the stretch with the Falcons. Um, Denver Broncos, 25%. That's where we ended up. That was the second biggest picked game. Cincinnati Bengals, 10%. See ya. They're gone. I wanted nothing to do with that one. Packers, 11%. 49ers, 7%. Uh, Bills tonight have 3%. And the Vikings look like they might have one person on them. That's going to be like the only pick for Monday night. Um, So if we look at this from a a big... Well, we don't get the updated numbers, but if you do 10% of 7,200, about 700 people... 1,400. We might be down to 5,000 people. We might be under 5,000 people when we started at 13,072, 13,000. We might be down to 5,000. And uh, I think we're in a good position here to make a little noise. So we'll continue to keep our eye on that. We'll look for week three. Of course. With the Colts and the Broncos selected, the Broncos really came down to you know, the scheduling situation. If you looked ahead at their schedule, there was no other time that you were really going to pick them. Like, let's be honest. There was really no other time that they were going to look good for you. Tough division. There were about three other games that we counted, like week 7, 8, 11, and then one at the very end of the season, which you, you can't obviously can't plan that far ahead. Um, and so when you look at that, you're like, yeah, this is the time to take them. And a lot of people felt that way. I generally don't like to be with 
that many people, but early on, it's just you got to just get through a few weeks. Colts are obviously struggling. Glad we don't have to be tempted by them this week. As we look ahead to next week, though, there's one bet I've made, and that is the Green Bay Packers plus three on the road against the Buccaneers. This line made no sense to me. My numbers come to a pick em. intuitively. If you had asked me heading into this game what I think this would be, I would probably have said pick em as well. Somewhere, you know, one pick em. No way did I think a, th- a three was going to be available. Now, I had some whispers that Barstool and, you know, Bet Rivers were going to still had a three and a half. I looked. It's not there. A lot of two and a halves around the market, which is where I think this will close. I think Green Bay will get bet down to the two and a half. I think it'll close there. There's no way this closes three. Maybe it closes three. I don't think we see the three and a half again, though. And, um, yeah, it's gone, unfortunately. That's the only bet I made so far. Green Bay plus three, minus 110. As I look ahead to next week for survivor implications, I got to tell you, it is horrifying. It is a horrifying week. I have no idea where I'm going to end up. None. No idea. I mean, I can't even tell you what I think I like. There's a lot of four, three, four, five point favorites. There's two seven point favorites right now. Just in general, as the as the board settles. Two biggest favorites right now. There's three, really. Is the Vikings at home against the Lions? You want that game? Eh, I don't know about that. The Chiefs on the road against the Colts. We just talked about the Colts being bad, but am I ready to fade them in Survivor? I don't know. And then the last one is the Chargers minus seven against ja- against uh, the Jaguars. Do you want any piece of that? With the Jaguars potentially being red hot? Yeah, no, I don't. Those are your three biggest favorites. If you don't, if you're not convinced by any of those, I'm not so sure what you're going to do here. That's kind of the boat I sit in. What the heck am I going to do? I don't even want to start thinking about it yet because it will, uh, that'll eat me alive. But I, I mean, are you really going to end up like, you have to pick one of the seven point favorites, right? Like you just from a plus EV perspective, you can't end up on a three point game. Right? Yeah, I think so. I think you're going to have to land on a a seven pointer. If you if you held a gun to my head and said, "Tom, pick right now," I'm picking. I'm probably going with the Vikings. The Vikings at home against the Lions. Now, that's tough to say because we're going to see the Vikings tonight, and hopefully they look good, and that'll make that decision a heck of a lot easier. Um, but that's what I'm thinking. As of now. Anyway.
But yeah, other than that one game, I bet nothing else really caught my eye so far. We'll see. You know, we'll continue to monitor this. The the line on the Falcons and the and the Seahawks is a little bit conflicted. There's some one and a halfs. There's two and a halfs. All in between. I just don't have an opinion on a side in that one. Rams Cardinals, I think, is a bit uh, disputed. Like some three and a half, some four and a half, some fours. Circus sitting at four. You lay the three and a half with the Rams, probably. And that might be a bet, to be honest, that I make right now. Actually, as I look at this, I think I'm going to bet that. I think the Cardinals are phonies. Man, they are so fake. Not even funny. And I can't stand it either. So I think this minus three and a half is actually going to be a good number. So I'm going to go ahead... We're going to go ahead and take that. Rams minus three and a half. Okay, fine. Minus 115. Lock it in. I think that's a good number. Um. Okay. So that's it for Survivor. No idea what we're going to do next week. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Uh, I think that was a solid recap of the weekend just from a betting perspective. I know a lot of people, when they do these recaps, they get into the stats and the numbers and how do players do, and um, and that's great. I love that, but I want to get it from a betting perspective real quick and dirty. I think that's what this last 20 minutes probably served as, a real just quick betting perspective. What did I, you know, how to go last week? What's going on next week? Any survivor thoughts, any pick'em thoughts, it's all there. Um, but yeah, as far as next week goes, just looking ahead really early, those are the only two games that I really have any interest in whatsoever. I think the Rams, out of the two that I bet, I think the Rams is going to end up a pretty darn good number. Because the rest of the market's kind of leaning away. Okay, we'll wait to see what happens there. Tennis picks today. A whole bunch of tennis picks today. Where do I even start? I don't even know. Oh, let's see. So these are all over the world. There's three tournaments going on. Korea... Um, Japan, there's one, and then there's one in Bucharest. So we're kind of all over the place as far as tennis goes. I'll try to give you the place that they're playing as well as the pick. Uh, yeah, Tokyo, Japan is where they're playing real late tonight. There's still one match going on now from last night, but the rest of these are 9 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m., 11 p.m. Eastern here first play that we have is Astra Sharma plus 100 in Tokyo uh, this is at 1.15 a.m. tomorrow Astra Sharma plus 100 against Anastasia Gasanova Astra Sharma plus 100 um, okay what's next I believe, jeez, 
This is brutal with all these all over the world here. <laughs> ah, let's do this one that's this morning, 10.15 a.m. This is in Budapest. Dalma Golfi, minus 140 against Emma Navarro. Dalma Golfi's numbers are just so much better. I'm really confident about this one. Emma Navarro is not really, she's pretty young, not really had a lot of experience playing high-quality players. Now, this tournament is on clay, don't forget. Budapest is in, on clay. So the 140 Dalma Golfi, her hometown of Hungary, I think she's well in position to, to take this one down. Minus 140 on that. Um, doo -doo -doo. Ludmilla Samsonova tonight, 9 p.m. Minus 135. We got that at Barstool. I mean, minus 135 on her to win anything right now on hardcourt is a deal. So I didn't even, to be honest, I don't care. You know, anytime I see that price... 135, 140. I'm going to go ahead and rip that away. I know it's against Alina Rybakina. I don't care. Ludmilla Samsonova's been the best hardcourt player. And so we'll take her in Tokyo, Japan at 9 p.m. tonight to get that done. Um, 4 a.m. tomorrow. How about this, man? These are all over the world. All over different times. Reka Lukayani against Danka Kovanic. And let's see here. Reka Lukayani is kind of a wild card to be betting on, to be honest. We've we've kind of messed around with her a little bit this year uh, as of late. And it's not always gone our way. We've kind of been on the wrong side a couple of times of Rakalukayani uh, plays. This is on clay. This is back in Budapest. It's tomorrow very early in the morning. I just think this is priced wrong. I have Yanni. I have Yanni minus 120. Not Kovanik. So minus 105 on Rakalukayani. That'll be a good play. And then one last play is... Jeannie Bouchard, plus 132 at Barcel against Tatiana Maria. Tatiana Maria broke our hearts last time on the court. Broke our hearts. She was up in a tie break. If you remember that tennis pick when we were on her last week. She was up in a tie break. It was just heartbreaking. Heartbreaking stuff. And then she went on to lose like seven straight points in the tie break in the third set. Horrible. That has nothing to do with why we're on Jeannie Bouchard, but I think Jeannie Bouchard, she's a bit younger. Tatiana Maria is what she is. I do think Bouchard has a good chance, and the rest of the market on this is not plus 132. It's plus 115-ish. So over at Barstool, plus 132. I think that's a great number uh, for her. Okay. How about that for a show? That's a great Monday show. That's a great listen. <laughs> Steady Picks Radio, Wake Up and Wager. Thank you so much again. 
over on Twitter at GetSteadyPicks, at SteadyPicks underscore Tom. That's the best way to, uh, to interact with us over there. Appreciate everyone listening every single day. It means the world to me. Anything I can ever do for you, send me a message, send me a tweet, let me know. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Talk to you tomorrow.